Hi, Michelle. Thank you for joining us. Hello, Eruche. I'm very happy to be here. Awesome. Awesome. So, Michelle, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Michelle Zuma? Well, um, I um, have, I'm born and raised in Connecticut, and I know you have, uh, Eruche, you have an international audience. So, for people who aren't from here, the United States, um, I will uh, say that Connecticut is the second smallest state um, in, the, in the United States, on the east coast of the country, and um, you can drive through the whole state in two hours. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and another, so it's, it's really very small here. And the other, the other interesting thing is that um, people tend to stay here for generations. Nice. And the state is the, the state is divided into 169 towns and mm -hmm. small cities. So mm -hmm. people tend to even not travel very far from where they're born. Nice. And um, that has been my journey. I you know was born in the middle part of the state. Mm -hmm. I attended college in the eastern part of the state. Okay. And then I settled with my family on the western. Nice. Side of the state. So, uh, yeah. If you could say, who are you? I would say I'm a Connecticut girl. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really good one. So, tell me, where are you originally from? And when I ask that, I I really mean like with your based on ancestry. Where can we say Michelle is from? Ideally. Yes. Well, that's a really interesting story. Um. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was growing, you know, when you're in elementary school, um, we, uh, you know, some of the, and, and I actually all through school, we, mm -hmm. we do identity projects with our classes, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the story was always that, you know, my grandmother and um, well, my mother's parents mm -hmm. were immigrants from Italy nice. and England. Mm-hmm. And um, they met, uh, they were both immigrants to New York, mm -hmm. and they both worked in a hotel, mm -hmm. uh, and that's where they met and fell in love. Oh. <laughs> and so, uh, and then the, uh, the great-grandmother was invited to work for a wealthy family uh, called the Hammonds. Okay. Um, and so she said, I won't come and work for you unless you bring... Uh, you know, my, 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 uh, husband, husband along. Yes. So they both went to work for the Hammond Shoe Company, uh, nice. founders. And, um, so, you know, that, that this was my romantic story of mm -hmm. my origin. Mm -hmm. Um, come to yeah. find out, um, it wasn't exactly true. Um, well, Mm -hmm. Those people did raise my grandmother. However, they weren't her real parents. They weren't her biological parents. Oh, wow! They were. Uh, they had adopted her, and she kept that secret her oh. almost her entire life. Oh, wow! Yeah. So my my real um, grandfather, mm -hmm. uh, my, my real great grandfather, we don't know mm -hmm. who anything about him and all and by ancestry dna tests we have 
found out that he was from Ireland. Nice. Um, but, you know, we know nothing about that family mm-hmm. tree. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, wow. that was very interesting to learn that late in life. Late in life. Yes, yes. Yes, that generation, it seemed like they, they preferred to keep things hush-hush. You know, especially when it came to, yes, when it came to like adoptions and, and, and things like that. No one ever really wanted to talk about, you know, not belonging to the actual family. I, I, I'm still trying to understand the reason behind that. I don't know if it has to do with shame or maybe a fear of some sort, you know, but yes, we have those stories too. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. yeah go ahead. I think, I think there, I, I wonder about that myself. Mm-hmm. You know, is it, was it shame or mm-hmm. was it just, a survivor kind of mindset. Like, I, I need to be proud of who I am, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to sweat the small stuff. I'm True. just going to move on, you know. And my grandma, my mother's mother, ended mm-hmm. up coming to Connecticut and and settling here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, she made a good life for herself here, mm-hmm. and I'm sure she didn't want that to be part of her story. Correct. So she just made it not part of her story. Her story, yes, yes, yes. That's wonderful. So tell me, what traditions have been passed down in your family? Well, you know that same um, that same grandmother, that that survivor grandmother. (laughs) um, She she only had one child, and that's Mm -hmm. my mother, Mm -hmm. uh, Linda. So. Mm She, um, you know, we spent every holiday with her and, you know, literally every holiday. And, you know, we have a bunch of them here in the United States. So, mm-hmm. you know, we go from, uh, you know, you have your national holidays, Memorial Day, mm-hmm. uh, 4th of July, and Labor Day, and we would be together for picnics. And mm-hmm. you have your religious holidays, and we would be together for those Mm -hmm. so and my whole family you know as in the in the Connecticut tradition Mm -hmm. you know my four siblings and I we were all nearby so we would always be together for dinner at least on those holidays so Mm -hmm. um and I think my my grandmother um whom I called Nani Mm -hmm. um was was really a driving force um Mm -hmm. for for that Mm -hmm. um the other part of that is you know, but my family was in business, um, okay. and, you know, they were a small business family, so mm-hmm. it, I like to describe it as having no boundaries between mm-hmm. our, who we were as a family, mm-hmm. and then, you know, who, and then the business, it, the was, business. it was a okay. blend, mm-hmm. so when you were together, it wasn't necessarily just to celebrate something and be together as a family it felt like a business meeting (laughs) you know it was a a continuation Mm -hmm. you know of what was going on from monday to friday Mm -hmm. um all always spilling over into the weekend and into the holiday so that's good um i think it gave my life a different quality um Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people have a job, you know, mm-hmm. and you're raised by parents who have a job they, mm-hmm. that they go to, and then they come home, mm-hmm. and then they have their private life. Mm-hmm. But when your family is in business, mm-hmm. it, it just, it ne- it's, it's continuous. It it's never continuous. really meets um, the, the 
you know, who you're being for each other. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, when I think about that, because with business, being that I'm, I'm delving into that world now, you, you need support in business. And for people like us that don't really have people here who um, we can, should I say rely on or we, you know, or, or to mentors, I'm, 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 I'm drawing the positive out of that experience for you, which is that you, at all times you had people you could run your ideas by, and then also people you could work with, you know, even if it's virtually, even if it's just, you know what I mean? Like you had your own people that you could work with. I, I, that's a blessing if you ask me. If, if you ask me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a big contrast with, um, mm-hmm. you know, the immigrant experience mm-hmm. or the refugee experience Correct. or people who just pick up and become ex- expats and they leave Correct. their country Correct. of origin. Correct. Uh, it is literally an opposite kind of experience. And I think they mm-hmm. both have blessings and they both have curses. <laughs> of course. Of course. So now, do you remember any um, stories that, you know, your family, your family passed down, you know, to you, or, you know, they used to tell you, you, any family stories, jokes, songs? You know, I have, um, yeah, there there was never a lot of levity in in my family, as as the aforementioned blending of business and uh, (laughs) and family life. Um, But, you know, my father was an entrepreneur, and... He, he was really um, quite a risk taker and, and very adventurous. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, my favorite story, when I, <laughs> or one of the, you know, I'm very interested in art and creativity. And mm-hmm. I can remember being a, a, quite a young child. And my, I think I was eight years old when my family moved from a very, very tiny little house mm-hmm. um, to a a nice big custom made house mm-hmm. in the next in the next town over. And one day, my father walked in mm-hmm. with a stranger. Okay. And <laughs> this man was a hitchhiker. Oh, wow. He had picked up on the highway. Oh, my God. Um, when he was driving somewhere to do business and he got to, they got to talking and mm-hmm. this hitchhiker was a stained glass artist. Hmm. And so dad decided that he would commission this this young man <laughs> to um, replace the sidelight window next to our front door, which was just a standard, you know, clear glass window that came with the door. Yeah. And um, he would replace it with a, you know, an original piece of stained glass um, window. <laughs> and so he created this really very lovely. It's not, you know, it's very tall. It's the size of the door, but it's mm-hmm. only about a foot wide. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the top of it was blue sky, and then in the middle there was, you know, mountains, and then there was green and brown. So, you know, it's really very unique. And, um, you know, it's, it's not ordinary, you know, to have something like that when you come up to, to a, you know, just a, a, a traditional kind of suburban house mm-hmm. to, to see a, you know, a stained glass artwork there. Yeah. So, um, I appreciated that oh, my wow. father had that. Yeah, it's really That's a funny, so I just remember my mother being horrified, like, what? <laughs> what? 
Wait, what is that, Mike? Oh my god! And another mouth to mouth to feed, also that she had to <laughs> she had to incorporate. Oh my god, that's so funny. That is so funny. But that's, that's wonderful. Story. That's wonderful. So tell me the upside of having an adventurous dad. Indeed, that that's fun. Oh my god, that's fun. What do you think your life would be like when you were older? You know, um, I've always been, you know, I think, you know, the kind of family you have, you know, again, this, this family without boundaries, this blending of life and business, um, mm -hmm. I, it kind of turned me into someone who was, you know, kind of a doer and a helper. And I was, mm. the, I was the firstborn. Okay. So, you know, I was just always putting one foot in front of the other. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think if I'm to, to you know, at this age, mm -hmm. which I, I, my age has a hashtag, Weber J. <laughs> my age has a hashtag. <laughs> what is that? Start at, it start at 60. <laughs> I love that. So, so and, and I have, you know, you, we share mm -hmm. uh, some, something uh, that's, yes. you know, getting involved in mm -hmm. American politics. Correct. And through that process, mm -hmm. um, I met a lot of people who were, you know, 15 and 20 years older than I am right yes. now. Yes. So... Yes. You know, when you say, what would your life be like when you're older? Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, in my mindset right now, mm -hmm. I have discovered that kind of goal-setting mentality that I never had. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying, okay, well, who do I want to be when I'm 80? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. So, it's, it's not, I, I'm no longer looking at life as, you know, when I was graduating from high school, mm -hmm. or when I was finishing college, mm -hmm. or, you know, when I was a 30-something, mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm now looking, my lens now is to be where I am now, and mm -hmm. who, you know, let's set some really great goals for the next 10 years. I agree. Um, I agree. So, I yeah, and I think that's, I think it's, you know, some people who, whom I've met who are really doing some cool things in their 70s. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. You know, and I can say, all right, well, there's plenty of time left. Yes. So that's, that's really how I, because mm -hmm. I have to say when I was 16 or 25 or mm -hmm. 35, mm -hmm. that was really not, you know, I, I didn't have any sort of vision for mm -hmm. Yes. Where I was supposed to go. I, I, I agree with you. And I can relate to that, really. Because isn't there a quote that says, with age comes wisdom? Um, I, I, I like, yeah, I like this me better than the, the me from 20 years ago who cluelessly wandered into a, a marriage without even asking the real questions. You know what I mean? And then waking up one day and realizing, oh, I had made one of the gravest mistakes of my life not 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 in any way to shade the person i married but the reality of n not really fully knowing myself and then taking such a huge decision 
to be married, if that makes any sense. And so I look back now and I wish I could give that younger me a hug and say, oh, wow, that was quite, quite an interesting journey you went on. So yes, you know, I look back now and I have, I have better standards. I, I recognize what those standards are. I recognize, you know, um, a lot of things that could be done much better than, than were done, if that makes sense. So yes, with age well, comes well, that goes, wisdom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I, and I, and I really, I, I, you know, to, to your listeners, I would say, please, please do not ever embrace regret either mm -hmm. you know true, to true, ourselves true, and your listeners do true. not embrace regret because yes, yes honestly when you made that decision mm -hmm. and you know all of the decisions and mindsets that i've had through my life mm -hmm. those were the best ones i had then correct correct you know so mm -hmm. does that mean we shouldn't have married those people mm -hmm. does that mean mm -hmm. you know we shouldn't have turned down that job that mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. or you know, all these decisions that we made that really mm -hmm. turned out to be the wrong ones. Mm -hmm. um, but ended up helping grow us. us. Yes, 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 you're right. You're right about Absolutely. that. Yes, yes, yes. So tell me, what are you proudest of? <laughs> um, I have, you know, you can, <clears throat> excuse me. Mm -hmm. There's so many ways to to um, to think about that because mm -hmm. you know again I think people people should be proud of some people getting out of bed in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, but it, you know, in the in the big picture, if I'm to look back over you know 30 years of living and career and being an adult, you know, my adult life, mm -hmm. I really love my builder stories. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they kind of connect with my spirit. And, um, you know, there are a lot of things that I've done at different times that I, do, I did them against the odds, mm -hmm. and I succeeded. Yes. And, you know, some of them were very big things. Um, like, I worked for an international bank for, mm -hmm. for several years, mm -hmm. and when I was working there... Um, they, they had a tradition of an award ceremony every mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. And at the award ceremony, there were, you know, the bank had maybe a hundred employees. Mm -hmm. And almost half of the employees worked in the back room. They were doing the back room business of the bank. Mm -hmm. But the award ceremony was only for people closing the loans. Uh, the, the, not the people closing the loans, but the people going out and getting the business, the, mm. the salespeople. The salespeople. Okay. So, yeah, when I when I worked there, I said, "Well, what about the people in the back room?" Correct. And so, for the first time, and of course, I was fairly new at the bank, mm -hmm. um, but I recognized this to be a real injustice. Mm -hmm. um, of course. And you know, it it turns out that, of course. Most of the people, uh, the salespeople were, you know, men, uh, <laughs> and the people in the back room were mostly women. <laughs> and so I said, how about this year we acknowledge the women, the people in the back room? Correct. And the, at this 
ceremony in this big hotel in Hartford, Connecticut, mm -hmm. uh, we had people in tears mm -hmm. that year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, in, in a big fancy ballroom. Yeah. Um, because they had never been acknowledged. No. And this this time they were acknowledged. Acknowledged. Yes, yes. I love that. I love that. And you know, I can tie that story into why our organization you know, you know, started our Women of Impact Award ceremony, which we thank you for being one of the recipients this year. You know, um, it's it's also that 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 the whole the, the it ties into what you just said. You know about acknowledging the I don't want to say small people because really I think that's an insult because they aren't small people in any way, shape, or form. But I mean, like the people who are less visible. Really, you know, uh, uh, since I've been in Connecticut and since I've worked at different jobs, I can relate to what you're saying. I've observed that the people on the, on the back end, I mean, like, you know, it's how you have like the, the stage hand, should I say, that, that do the heavy lifting, never get acknowledged, never get seen. And this might come across as wrong, but I'm still going to say it. I noticed that it's almost like that thing about, the, the, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. I see a situation where almost like the big people really walk all over the small people and take their concepts and take their ideas and then go out there and win awards for stealing ideas while the actual people doing the heavy lifting don't get acknowledged for their work. And so for me and for my, our board, we're like, no, we have to acknowledge women in the trenches, women doing real work that yes, they don't have titles at this time, but doesn't mean they're not doing even more work than the women who have the big titles that get handed the, the awards, if that makes sense. And, 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 and that's really what this is about. And, and I'm glad to hear that in your time, you've, you've acknowledged that as well, you know, um, and, and that's wonderful, Michelle. Thank you for sharing that story. I love it. I love it. Well, let's say it's so, you know, it's starting to change, I think, because mm -hmm. women are, we have a different way oh, of look. looking at the world yes. than yes. the men who have been in charge of it. Correct. Correct. Um, and so that this is, these are the gifts that mm -hmm. are going to become part of life. You know, right. I, I noticed, um, you know, CBS morning show, I, mm -hmm. I tend to watch that more than any of the other morning shows now. Mm -hmm. And this, this year, for the first time that I saw, mm -hmm. they spent, on, on New Year's, they spent, um, I don't know, it was almost 10 minutes long. Mm -hmm. They literally showed a photo of every single person who works on the CBS morning show i love that and there are a hundred of them that's good and you know the only people you see now are um nate and gail mm -hmm. and um the other fellow i'm thinking i'm forgetting his name right now but mm -hmm. you know there are so many people behind them mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and i i think I, I, I'm guessing Gail King had a lot to do with, mm -hmm. you know, saying, you know, I want, yes. I want at least once in the year, yes, for a, 
for five seconds on mm-hmm. the screen, I want every single person who's part of putting the show on to be acknowledged. That's awesome. So that's a gift. It is. That's a gift. It and is. I love, I love how your uh, way Ruche inspires mm-hmm. international mm-hmm. is 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 doing that for for so many beautiful women. You have so many beautiful women yes, who are part yes. of your network. Thank you. Thank you. I remember watching an Oprah show once. I can't remember if it was in Nigeria or if it was here, but I remember she said something about, you know, she's interviewed quite a number of people and she said that the one common factor that she's observed is like, even no matter the level of person she's interviewed, ranging from presidents to even prisoners or to whoever it is she's interviewed over the years she noticed that the one common factor is the is is is, is that does at the end of the show maybe even at the beginning of the show everyone wants to know or most likely at the end of the show everyone wants to know how well they did it's almost like a silent like you know like a, a, like it's, how do I put it? Like a request, like a, like a, like, a, like, like seeking acknowledgement from her to know if they did good or the, and she said that she took out, she's taking from that experience, understanding that everyone has a desire to be seen or to be acknowledged or to be, you know what I mean? Known or maybe praised for whatever little they, they, they brought to the table. And it, I, I, I termed it the I see you concept. The, you know, the looking someone in the eye and understanding, you know, relating with them in the moment that, yes, everything you've done up until this point, someone acknowledges. It doesn't have to be, have, have been big. It could have been really little, but we saw your, we saw you, you know, and that's kind of what, you know, yeah, this has been about for us. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of other people too can relate to this. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you, thank you. So tell me, when in life have you felt almost alone? Sure. Um, um, what are you... Okay, so start, start up with that. The question, question again. Yeah. So tell me, when in life have you felt almost alone? So that's a, that's a big question, Moiruche. Um, mm-hmm. There are times when I think, you know, pers- I think personally, in, per- in life, we... You know, at different moments when we're challenge, we're challenging ourselves, and mm-hmm. you know, we're feeling alone in those challenges. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I guess my, it's personality. Like, if, if you have a really strong ego, you mm-hmm. you never feel alone. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm somebody who really I'm very trusting to mm-hmm. the level of naive almost okay and i really kind of fully invest myself in situations and in in people mm-hmm. and so it's not a terribly self-protective kind of mindset that i have mm-hmm. and so you can you know with that kind of outlook you could you can get very easily let down by people yeah um and it's not necessarily that people are are so horrible, mm-hmm. but it's just that you are more invested in them than they are in you. In you, correct. And so, you know, I think that's happened to me a great deal, mm-hmm. um, you know, through, you know, both personal relationships and professional, mm-hmm. you know, settings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, my expectations... Mm-hmm you know, are that people are going to reciprocate 
that same kind of loyalty and that same kind of commitment and um it doesn't Worth. it doesn't happen yes yes it really doesn't happen Tell and so you know that's that's happened to me i would say too much mm -hmm. um and thank goodness now you know i've become more aware of that yes and um I also have started to really appreciate living in my reality, mm -hmm. you know, that, that I have this open heart mm -hmm. and kind of appreciating myself more rather That's than good. trying to be in, so invested in situations mm -hmm. and, you know, other people and clients and companies and you know, et cetera. Um, mm -hmm. I, I like living in that mindset of a, of a person with an open heart. Mm -hmm. um, That's awesome. So you just, I just, I'm going, you know, I'm, I'm learning to do that in a more self-protective way. More self-protective way. That's wonderful. You know. You, you know, Ruche, when I was very young, mm -hmm. when I was in high school, um, I... I had a real, I started studying foreign languages. I studied both French and Italian. Nice. And, you know, I went on a trip with my class to Italy. Mm -hmm. But when it came down to my leaving home, I did not have the courage to do to, that. To do that. And yeah. um, so I got very involved in student exchange. Um, okay. There, there are a lot of student exchange organizations in this country. Mm -hmm. And the one I got involved with was called Youth for Understanding. Okay. And um, for 10 years, I worked um, in, a, in a number of capacities with this organization. Mm -hmm. um, but I have to say, the young people mm -hmm. who had the courage to mm -hmm. leave their countries and yes. come here and live with a, yes. with a bunch of strangers <laughs> for a year, yes. I, I was so amazed by them. And, mm -hmm. and all I had the courage to do was be adjacent to that. Yes, <laughs> like I yes, could, yes. You know, I was a host family coordinator and nice. I was a student I was a student trainer and I was a recruiter. But mm -hmm. you know, for myself to pick up and go across the, the planet mm -hmm. and live somewhere else, mm -hmm. um, I did not have the courage to do that. Mm -hmm. And I have so much respect for you and for other people um who who are able to do that um it's it's yeah. so it's so so courageous yes 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 as with everything else it, it comes with its downside so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah so tell me if you could hold on to memories from your life forever which will they be you know, that's an easy question. I have mm -hmm. three children, um, and I, my youngest is a, attend, currently attending community college, nice. um, so he still lives at home. My two daughters mm -hmm. are adults, mm -hmm. um, but my, when, it's that baby age yeah. um, that I just, in my memory, I cherish, and I have a grandson now, and I'm about to have a granddaughter. Oh, ah, nice. So, I know, it's such a blessing. And I just adore um, that little baby age when, you know, they're just, there's just pure love yes. between you and this little being. Yes. Um, and 
it's so, you know, when you're a parent, it's not, it, it, wait until you're a grandparent, because mm. then it's even more joyful. Yes, yes, um, yes. Because you know, so little responsibility, but, yes. um, you know, even for, for your own children, that, that, mm-hmm. that, you know, giving birth and making this human being and then, you know, being able to provide everything for them and, mm-hmm. and give them life and give them love and give them nourishment. Um, Correct. <laughs> it's, it's really a, a, a time of incredible peace for me. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and that's, you know, that peaceful heart is mm-hmm. probably the most beautiful ex- part of my human experience wow. that, I, that I hope I can always um, stay in touch with. I love it. I love it. That's good. Thanks for sharing that. Thank you. So how would you like to be remembered? Um... Well, I'm, I, I'm maybe that I haven't even invented that thing yet. <laughs> I, hope I hope there's more to come. Of course. Um, you know, I was surprised a couple years ago when um, I was invited to speak at um, Western Connecticut State University. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was in conjunction with um, uh, Women's International Women's um, Day. Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, they held an event, and they called it, you know, Trailblazers, nice. um, a celebration of Trailblazers, and they asked me to speak. Nice. And I was so honored by that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I never thought, you know, I never used that word in, about myself because, of course, here I am, you know, mm-hmm. putting one foot in front of so the other, being a helper and a yes. doer and... Yes. Um, so, but I do have um, a great deal of my dad's, um, you know, Tenacity. hitchhiker kind of yes. <laughs> mentality. You know, yes. I am I am an entrepreneur, and mm-hmm. I do like to get things started. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly, you know, going back to um, my 30s and 40s, you know, mm-hmm. uh, when I was, you know, making impact uh, mm-hmm. in, in different ways. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of got in touch with that trailblazer part of me, but mm-hmm. I didn't really um, think of it that way. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I like to, you know, I really like to stand in my truth. Um, I love that. And, you know, and if you, when you're someone who who believes that, then you're going to be blazing a few trails. So. Of course. Of course. I love that. I love that. I mean, for me, how I remember you or, you know, based on our connection from Emerge is you always seemed, even during the group meetings and all of that, and then, of course, even after we graduated, you were always the one that made the conscious effort to bring us all together. I was always, I remember I would always get emails way after we all graduated from Emerge. I would always get emails from you, um, you know, just inviting us to something or the other. So it's something that comes innately and like it comes naturally for you to be, um, how do I put it? To be, you know, the connector, to be the one that brings everyone together. And that's a big, 
um, should I say, role, but also it, it, it brings its own huge impact because it's one thing to bring women together and then we all learn and, 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 and converge and all of that. But what strengthens, what strengthens that is a lot, keeping the commonality going, you know, over time, because not only, um, have we gained what we've gained, but more things can happen afterwards. If that makes sense, we learn more and whatever it was we shared, can morph into other things. And you played that role for us, Michelle. I don't know if anyone has ever told you, but you played that role for us. You continue to reach out to all of us. You invited us to even some of the yearly um, um, emerge functions. And so for me, how I'll remember you is as that connector person. <laughs> so thank you. That, that's, a big, that's a big compliment. And I, and I, I, I haven't thought of myself that mm -hmm. way, except mm -hmm. that I do that I do tend to stay in touch. That's um, wonderful. And that's, it's been kind of an instinctive thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when I, when my family moved from one town to another, I stayed in touch with my best friend from when nice. I was, you know, seven years old. Nice. Um, you know, my, I stayed in touch with my childhood friends. I stay in touch with my college friends. Mm -hmm. I, you know, um, so, and, and more than that, I would say, as women, mm -hmm. we have to choose to be intentional about that, Warupje, because we have, you know, we're the ones who give birth, yes. and we're the ones who are the caretakers, mm -hmm. very often, of Correct. our husbands, Correct. and our parents, um, and, you know, whatever jobs we're in, we're taking care of everyone at the job. So, That's true. Um the thing I've seen that women need the most improvement mm -hmm. is in choosing to stay in touch with each other and lift each other up. That's true. Um, mm -hmm. And we don't we don't have time for it. Mm -mm. There is no time for it. it yeah. We are already too busy. Correct. And <laughs> so if we don't make that an intentional goal and mm -hmm. to say, you know what, I, I'm going to, I'm going to reach out and help that young woman mm -hmm. to get that job or, or ask mm -hmm. her, does she need help on her resume? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I, I, I really love this woman I met in this, in this organization. And, mm -hmm. and how about we all get together and fight and stay in touch and lift each other, you know? Mm -hmm. So you just have to calendar it. That's true. And, um, make it uh, make it a priority mm -hmm. and that's why i'm so um pleased to to even be here having mm -hmm. this conversation with you today <laughs> yeah um, thank you you know you are you are exemplifying that right now mm -hmm. in this and, and i am so deeply grateful thank for you. that thank you too and for, and for thank you, you. Thank, thank you thank you so let, let me let, let, let me ask you this do you have any regrets do you have any regrets you know, I'm really hard on myself, um, but I don't, yes, I am, and um, I, at, silencing my inner critic is something I have to work on, yeah, that's like, almost, too. almost to the level of a mantra, you know, mm -hmm. like, <laughs> like having some words that I, that I tell myself mm -hmm. to, and, and I, you know, where does that come from? Probably a little bit from the parenting I had. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, probably it's, it's a, 
you know, there's a genetic element to it. I, I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. um, I, it's not so much, um, you know, a regrets mindset. Um, yeah. You know, I, I don't have regrets, and I think it's the way I respect other people and, mm-hmm. and you know, forgive um, their bad decisions mm-hmm. and... Um, you know, I, I don't. I I must. You know, I tell myself not to not to do that to myself. You know, yes, yes, you do should. not have. Mm-hmm. Do not internalize um, mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. these decisions because you only. You know, you you always are making the best decision you can in the moment. In the moment, correct, correct. Yeah. So mm-hmm. really, I mean, uh, yes, objectively, if I could sit down, I could give you a very quick list. That's how, wonderful. Do you have, do you, how, how are you with that? Oh, I'm just exactly the way you explained it. I'm very hard on myself. And I'm talking about re- regrets for actions that I took not even three years ago or four years ago. And I wake up every day beating, you know, beating myself up for making those, you know, decisions when I should have known better. But I am also grateful that I learned from the, I, through the process. Um, it showed me who I am showed me, um, also my ability, you know, in those moments to make quick decisions as well, to leave those wrong situations. It showed me my awareness of, should I say right from wrong, you know, type thing. And it's, it's not been easy, um, because I wake up every day. I regret my actions. I regret being in certain situations. I regret not standing up for myself, you know, when I should have, you know, and in that situation, I find myself just being obsessive about maybe what I should have said in the moment, how I should have stood up for myself, how I should have not let people take advantage of me or, you know, that type of thing. I find myself regretting not standing up for myself, but then learning that, you know, appreciating the fact that now I know human nature better. I know human nature firsthand. And so I find that I can, I can read people better now and read their intentions and, you know, you know, strengthen my ability to protect myself against wrongdoing, should I say. So yes, I live with a regret, but I also live with the benefit of knowing the, of, of understanding human nature and people's intentions, you know, in, 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 in specific situations that I mean. So yes, it's, um, yeah. Yeah. Someone said to me, you have to include yourself in your own plans. Yes. You, yes. I'm learning that. I am learning and, that. And, mm-hmm. and when you leave yourself out, mm-hmm. it has real consequences. It does. It does. So, yeah. um, yeah. I, I think that's, you know, it does, that, and it's it's a it's it's a female mindset mm-hmm. that we have 
you know, and again, it speaks to genetics, I think, that we, mm-hmm. you know, we are care- taking care of others. We're taking care of others, um, yes. And, and we leave ourselves out. Yes, even even when we sabotage ourselves in the process, we're, we're, you know, so we, and, you know, yeah, it's, I could tell you about different mind, you know, human beings and their ways of processing. I don't want to even mention narcissists and how the guilt trip you into believing that sabotaging yourself is actually good. And then you, you tend, you, you, you find yourself staying in a situation where you're harming yourself, but you, you feel like you're empowering someone else. So it's, it makes it right. It's, it's really yeah. deep. It's really deep. So, um, yeah, that's, we're getting deep. We're getting deep. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so let me ask you the let me ask you the second to the last um, question. What plans do you have going forward? I know recently you mentioned the new organization that you're starting, the new business. Um, Shay, uh, you know Shay. How do you, what did you call it? Shay. Shay Shell. Shay Shell. Correct. Um, Shay Shell is um, mm-hmm. well, you know, it's it's about having a voice. Mm-hmm. And um, again, you know, when you you women, I think a lot of us arrive at, at finding our voice. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not not from a young age, but from from a more mature, um, wise age. Mm-hmm. And so, Seychelles, C H E Z, is the French word, mm-hmm. um, which means kind of at the home of. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shell, uh, C H E L, is an mm-hmm. abbreviation of Michelle. Nice. And um, you know, I've I've begun posting on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I, I'm really in the in the beginning phases of. Um, defining my voice there, but mm-hmm. I'm really interested in, in being a champion for creativity. I love that. Um, and, you know, when I was a teenager, I was a very creative person, Waruche. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yes. was, I was so, I, I found my, I was so energetic mm-hmm. and so multidimensional. I mean, I, I studied it. art. I twirled batons. I marched mm-hmm. in parades. I I was dancing. I nice. was modeling. Oh, I, love I worked, that. <laughs> you know, two two or three jobs at once. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was doing my exchange student stuff and mm-hmm. traveling to Italy, and I just mm-hmm. I had this incredibly dynamic life mm-hmm. of create a creative life, yeah. and then. You know, it all kind of flipped into the background. Mm-hmm, so happens. you know, and then I look around me and I realize, you know, I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think that we lose touch with our cre- creativity, which is mm-hmm. which is our humanity. It, yes. It's not creativity isn't something really that you learn in art class. Art That's class true. can can stimulate it, cultivate it, yes. w- awaken it. Yes, yes. But I think it's really a, um, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. a gift it of, 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 um, of the universe. You yes. know, it's, it's just, it's, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have cars yes. with wheels if some it human hadn't, hadn't been yes. creative enough to invent a wheel. That's true. Um, so, I'm really interested in championing that mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an awful lot of status quo around us, yes. especially in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And um, 
So, you know, I am, I'm going to be launching a series of, of um, mm-hmm. cultural events. Awesome. Um, in restaurants around the state. Mm-hmm. And I, love that. I will be interviewing authors and artists Yay. and other creative people. Yay. Um, <laughs> and it's all an exercise in, mm-hmm. you know, how, how did this person stay creative? How did this person decide to to make creativity? Because, you know, most authors and artists, as Mm -hmm. you know, because Mm -hmm. now you are a published author, um, you know, they're doing other things. They're not just, you know, wholly devoted to sitting and and working on their craft. So, um, Correct. Yeah, I'm, I'm really interested and, and very mm-hmm. driven on that mission. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I love it. Yes, yes. As a you know, when I came to this country, I published two um, um, books of poetry, I, and I had I had my entire um, movie script written in my head, <laughs> not written in person, but written in my head that I was going to write, and life took over. Life took over. I had to raise kids, little three-year-old. My son was three. My daughter was two. I had to raise kids. I had to function. I had to pay my bills. So that part of me had to die. So like, it's a kind of question, if you were to ask me the question, what happened to you? Why did you wait until this time of your life? to, You know, I re- the, the reality is that life happens. And so you find that functioning and just living a normal life will take over, you know, will, will stifle that creativity. And I even think that even, you know, like in recent times when I wrote like this past year that I had this new project and I embarked upon, uh, upon the project, um, I think that it, it wasn't even something that I did, should I say willfully, it came to me because maybe in, you know, like, you know, when I talk about having surgery prior to getting the download and all of that, I think that the universe forced me to be still, still enough to hear you know if i had not had surgery i bet you i would have been on the road commuting i used to commute an hour to work and back and there was always something going on i would commute to columbia for school for like three years like drive from connecticut to new york you know what i mean and and i had no downtime and so i think that the universe forced that downtime so i could at least hear you see what I'm saying? And then coronavirus did its own thing where it kept us all bound at home. Mm-hmm. And so we we're all able to, well, some, you know, you know, like dabble in the arts and listen to music more and watch movies and get settled enough to, you know, be inspired again, you know, find our muse all over again. So yes, a lot of people will have stories like that where they'll say life took over raising kids and juggling responsibilities. And so, yes, I can totally relate to that. And it's sad that some people never come out of it. And I'm trying consciously now to, to, you know, apply that part of myself really. Yeah. It's, um, the, the, it's really about, um, and, and I've gotten this advice from others and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to use it. It's, mm-hmm. it's saying I'm going to take 30 minutes in these 24 hours yes. right here. Yes. I'm going to take 30 minutes mm-hmm. to pick up mm-hmm. something that I love doing. Exactly. And to spend those 30 minutes and that little baby step. Mm-hmm enables us to stay connected to it because for sure if we leave if we leave the stitching in the drawer Mm -hmm. or we leave the the painting supplies Mm -hmm. you know or the the project that we the writing project whatever if we Mm -hmm. leave it out of 
reach. <laughs> it will stay out of reach. It will stay so, out of reach, yeah. Uh, and that was a good way, Maruche, to look mm-hmm. at the pandemic is, is mm-hmm. the gifts that came from it. I mean, yes. there was so much loss. Yes. So many, so many millions of people we lost. Yes, but sadly. The, the, the ones who are here, mm-hmm. um, you know, are maybe almost in tribute and in memory to, mm-hmm. to live a fuller, richer human life. Um, by, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, by doing because- these things. Yeah, because even when you think of um, passing on information to the next generation, you know, think of all the books you've read. Think of all the artists that were bold enough to be vulnerable to share their experiences, both dark and, and, and you know, happy experiences. And we are able to have that trajectory. We're able to look back and understand life as, as, as it happens because we have them as, we have those, uh, pieces of art, be it like a Van Gogh painting or a, a Virginia Woolf, um, you know, poetry or whatever. We have them as references for what life was in that time period and, and what to expect. And so it's sort of like really a duty, a responsibility that we hold to preserve life through art. But we never kind of look at it like that because I think a lot of us gravitate towards um, other things because of the immediate gratification of, of money and, you know, uh, you know, compensation. And, you know, funny enough, our art, you know, doesn't, you know, you know, creating art doesn't really give you money, really, to be honest. You, you're just creating. And so I think that too could be a deterrent if you think about it, that a lot of people don't really look at it as a priority because it's not paying the bills. Yeah, I can't. I can't pay my 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 uh, no uh, ever source bill. Ever source. Yeah. Yeah. The the there was a professor uh, Mm -hmm. quoted um, last week, a Wharton Mm -hmm. Business School professor, Mm -hmm. and he was talking about AI. And of course, everybody's Mm -hmm. talking about artificial intelligence right now. Mm -hmm. And um, he said, "Well, I think one of the great gifts of AI is going Mm -hmm. to it's going to help people be more creative." I don't. And I just, mm-hmm. I just, I, 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 I just. You disagree, correct? Really stopped. Yes. I stopped in my tracks and yes. said, "What?" Yes, no. I don't need Chat GPT telling me how to write a script or like writing, actually writing the script for me. No, where's my originality in that? Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> But it could, it could be that's where we have we have come to this place where we have yeah. so educated and um, mm-hmm. structured our lives that we are not in touch with creativity and our jobs Correct. ask us they our jobs suppress our creativity mm-hmm. and our po- our political life and our organizations yes. um, do not welcome our creativity Correct. and um, Correct. so you know maybe this is um, a time for. Re- that to become reestablished and to experience a renaissance. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. I very much hope that um, my new pop-up events business will Yay. be part of oh. that renaissance. I love and, uh, it. And you are being part of it too. So, thank you, uh, thank you. I, I love think, it. I think we're uh, mm-hmm. we're allies. We're yes, pushing. yes, we are. We are. I look forward to it. I, I, I really do. Thank you. So now, give me a final thought. So if anyone has um, a desire to model their lives, like especially the young people, to model their lives like Michelle Zoma. Tell me, what words do you have for them? Give me, give them a final thought. Uh, 
You know, I have, um, I have, there, <laughs> it's funny, there's a couple different directions. I, there's, there's a me, um, a meme I came out a couple years ago, and I actually mm-hmm. put it on my computer desktop, mm-hmm. and it showed, um, there's a movie, a very old movie, called The Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. I know what it is. It, it, it endures. Um, <laughs> it uh, does. But there's, there's a, a good witch in the movie, mm-hmm. and her name is Glenda. Glenda. Mm-hmm. And she shows up in this beautiful um, gown, and you know she's got a wand, and and you know she she's got all the magic. Whoever Jay, this mm-hmm. lady, mm-hmm. and um, the meme says, uh, you know, to dress the work mm-hmm. how you want to feel that day. Mm, and um, and it has a picture of Glenda standing in her beautiful blue gown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, for me, that it's it's like bringing the magic mm-hmm. into every day. Yes, you know, and and not giving in to the um, to the ordinariness of mm-hmm. life uh, mm-hmm. or the or the routine, or, you know, the, the, the troubles that we really do honestly carry around with us, and, mm-hmm. you know, the bad decisions. It's really like today I have this opportunity mm-hmm. to, whether, to actually go into our closets and choose, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to, to wear a gown today, Correct. or, you know, or, or maybe it's more metaphorically, mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm bringing this spirit to this day. Correct. Um, and this, the, the writer Emerson, um, a mm-hmm. hundred years ago, um, had this quote. It's, mm-hmm. write it on your heart that mm-hmm. every day is the best day mm-hmm. in the year. I love it. And love so, it. you know, if you, if you get up in the morning with mm-hmm. that attitude, mm-hmm. that this is going to be a beautiful day, and that's what I'm dressing for today. Mm-hmm. You know, to have that expectation that mm-hmm. this is going to be a great day, then you're going to get more out of that day. Yes. You're going to include yourself in that day. Yes, yes. Um, include include your spirit and your art and Correct. the things that make you happy and fill you with love. Yes, yes, so, yes. I love it. Do you know what it ties yes. into for me? Sorry to cut you off, but what it ties into is yes. the diversity of our minds. And so that's why I show up the way I do, where I love to, I have different um, interests and I feel that I don't have to be one thing all the time. I can be, I, I can, I can do different things, you know, because again, multiple interests. And so what I'm even tying what you just said into is when you wake up every day and maybe today you want to sculpt and that is what your heart calls you to do today. Go ahead and sculpt, go ahead and paint tomorrow. Go ahead and write your thesis or the lengthy article. Cause these are all different parts of our brain that we're using and we're strengthening, but we're being driven to explore the parts of us that again, back to the lack of compensation, don't necessarily give us compensation in terms of money, but give us fulfillment and satisfaction. So I'm kind of tying into what you're saying, something quite different, but you know, um, you know, I think it ties into her, you know, what she says about show up as you feel in the, in, in that moment, show up 
you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of another way of looking at it is, you know, you know, explore every part of you, um, with joy again, without looking at outcomes, you know, just, just the feeling, you know, I know we're getting too deep yet again. (laughs) I know. Here we go again. It is so, it it is, it is a a deep sort of introspective kind of, uh, and and we skip over it and we just, we just go through the, through the paces and and get monotonous. Mm-hmm. And and it is different. I mean, some mm-hmm. days you're you're having a bad day, and yes. and you I think you even need to give yourself permission to have that bad day. Correct. Um, because Correct. then the next day, then you say, okay, I I gave myself that bad day yesterday. Today, I'm I'm, I'm going I'm wearing my ball gown. Yes, so, indeed. Yes, uh, indeed. I love and, it. And yeah, it's so. Yeah, this has been a wonderful conversation. Yes, yes, thank you so much. Thank you too, Michelle. Thank you, I appreciate. Thank you. All right, we'll 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 connect again, of course, in in you know in other capacities. I'm I'm looking forward to Shay Shay by Michelle. I'm I'm calling it that because Shay 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 Shell, correct? Shay Shell. Yeah, Shay Shell. I love it. I love it. I'm looking forward to it, and you know, we're looking forward to more magic and beauty in this in this world <laughs> thank yes, you let's, let's, yes. let's keep going Maruche. i think Correct. we're doing something right yes yes i believe so thank you michelle thank you for your time thank you thank you for listening in our next episode we'll be speaking with fareshta ganjavi remember every day is an opportunity to live your best life thank you